This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Long Order Special Viewing Unit, the show where we view, review, and lovingly ridicule everyone's favorite cop drama, Law & Order Special Victims Unit, every Among episode, other things. Amongst other things. Every episode in a row, from the beginning, gonna take us uh, lifetimes upon lifetimes at this yeah, rate. Yeah, it's gonna be forever, We have made a huge mistake. I am your host, Matt Reuter, joined by my slightly crippled, overbearing, beating up Frank Langella co-host. You get over here so I can fuck you. <laughs> One Mr. Aviv Rubenstein. How are you doing tonight, Aviv? I'm doing great. I think that we we know that it will be it'll be time to retire when uh when listener Amanda no longer sends us emails. Yeah, uh, or or Lily, or uh, or any of our fans. But actually, speaking, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get to to that here in just a minute. So Aviv, uh, it's actually we Ooh. we skipped last week because uh, some work stuff and it's just the scheduling oh, yeah. didn't didn't work oh, out. Yeah. So uh, so I haven't really talked to you, man. So how uh, how have you been? How have you been for the past couple of weeks, buddy? I've been good. I've been good. I have been working a lot. Right. I was without my computer for the last week because, um, as some listeners will know, the new MacBook Pros, the the keyboards are kind of crappy, and the keys get, like, stuck, or they need, like, a little extra help, or, you know, like, they'll... Like, the, my B key, I would have to hit it, like, seven times, and then seven Bs would appear, like, all together, it was. It was not. It wasn't great. Uh, as the owner um, of a new MacBook Pro, I was unfamiliar with this, and uh, now I'm a little concerned. So, so I think that they fixed the problem ultimately, um, because when I took it to the Apple Store, they're like, "Oh yeah, this particular model," because I got it like right when they came out. Right. This particular model, like, they have what's called like a, a quality program, where like if there's something, it's like a almost like a recall. So if there's like a thing that's wrong with it, they fix it for free. So they fi- they gave me a new screen and a new top case, which is like the keyboard and the keyboard like cover, uh, for free. But it took I, I dropped it off on Friday afternoon, and um, and I just got it back today. So I've been without a computer for like five days, and it's been nice. I mean, it's uh, yeah. Whenever you you unplug from technology for a bit, it's uh, it's always kind of nice. Yeah, that sucks though. Porn looks just so different on my phone. I thought you were gonna say in real life. I'm like Aviv, are you just going and finding people that are having sex and just just looking in some yeah. windows? Have that sex. Do it. 
It's also very interesting that you apparently like have like a commentary track whenever you watch porn. I feel like, yeah, yeah, I like to cheer them on. It's like watching football. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a gold mine in like parody, like just like director's commentary. In my porn commentary tracks. Yeah, I think uh, I think that would be some some very entertaining uh, material there. Listeners, if you want me to record a commentary track to your favorite uh, pornographic film, uh, let us know at SVU Podcast on Twitter uh, or, or, or for send, a longer email. Or send us the email, perhaps with an attachment of the clip so we know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say... I'll, I'll get uh, it on that. M- Why not? That could be fun. Maximum, maximum 90 minutes long. I think that's. I won't go over ninety fair. minutes. But we're only going to t- comment on like the the technical aspects, like the lighting and the sound. <laughs> I see the boom. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm focused on right now. Is the boom? I can see the boom in this shot. Some, some be- oh, that's not a boom, man. Oh, oh no. What do you call it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Why is she putting her mouth on the boom? What is the boom doing? Oh no. <laughs> the boom appears to be broken. It's getting fixed now. Um. So how was your week, Matthew? Uh, week was uh, week was good. Uh, went to uh, a stand-up show, stand-up comedy show uh, over the weekend, which was nice. Saw uh, Tom Papa, who's very funny. Ooh. Yeah, he was uh, he was real good. Um, and where we were sit, so the it was a fairly small comedy club, but there was like a, a like a balcony type uh, type setup. So we were up, we were with a bunch of people, so there was more seating capacity to be together. Upstairs, so we were sitting like second row, balcony, and during the sh- so we're we're not entirely sure what happened, but in the like middle of uh, Tom Papa's set, the guy in front of us, uh, who was like directly in front of us, we think he had a seizure, so like he kind of like oh shit, so he like s- like his head like went like like he like he drooped his head down like really fast cuz again we think it's cuz he was having a seizure but when he did that he had cuz this was the type of place that you had it was like a two drink minimum so he had a sure. he had a glass of something and his head came down and smashed the glass that he had sitting on the little thing in front of him and he was bleeding all over the place so they had to like oh, find a good. way to like kind of shimmy him out of like kind of like tight quarters and like there was just blood everywhere and it was very distracting from the rest of the show obviously we hope the guy's okay but like kind of <laughs> but i do want my money back well i mean because 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 we were up there like it wasn't unless you were looking you wouldn't know what happened so it's like it actually right. threw off tom papa from doing his set but it was just very distracting for like a good like five minutes for the rest of us because we're like just focusing on what the fuck just happened you're a little shook yeah uh but no it was a, it was a good show uh went with a bunch of uh friends that Cassie's made out here. They're, they're good people. Uh, went and got some food afterwards, so it was a, it was a nice weekend, and uh, just been kind of same shit, different days since then. So uh, we have some mailbag to hey, jump into mailbag. real quick. Uh, so we have an email from listener Amanda. Uh, Hi, Amanda. Hello, Amanda. Uh, it is entitled Cell Phone, and... Here's okay. what the email says. It says, my mom had a cell phone for a decade before she started carrying it with her. I gave her a hard time. Oh, yeah. yeah I gave her a hard time for many years for leaving it who, plugged who in. leaves the house without the cell phone? <laughs> leaving it plugged in next to the home phone and never using it. She's still a total Luddite, but she's uh, very attached to her iPhone. 
and never leaves home without it. Why have a cell phone if you aren't going to take it with you? Well, for her... That's what we're saying. Well, for her, it was because my uh, my dad and I had them, and she didn't uh, She didn't want to be left out. This was around 1999. Uh, and she says, mm. uh, P.S. Gratuitous baby picture on her way to Grandma's house, and it's a picture of her and her new baby. Hey, so listener Amanda didn't want us to use her last name way back in the day, which is why we call her listener Amanda. Correct. And so uh, I think that she definitely does want us to post pictures of her and her baby. Online. Yeah, I'm sure that's so I'm sure that's exactly. If if you don't want that to happen, let us know in the next I don't know twenty minutes, and uh, and we won't do it. Yeah. Um... Otherwise, check out because, our Twitter for everyone knows a shitload of pictures of listener Amanda's baby that we actually live stream this uh, this uh-huh. podcast. This is live. This is this is totally live. Totally total request live. So we do have we do have a tweet that's like way 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 from back in the day. Um, so like a I think of maybe a year ago at this point <laughs> we uh, we broke up for. Her super fan Sydney Strobel's we broke up with her boyfriend for oh, her. Oh yeah, Lane. Lane with a Y. Fucking Lane. Fucking Lane. Piece of shit Lane. Anyway, um then a little bit more recently, she told us that she had another boyfriend, and we asked her how it was going. And uh and she wrote back, going so far so good, and included a picture. So thanks, thanks, Sydney, for all that you do. And uh, keep that guy around, because his name isn't Lane. It's something, like, way more normal, like Josh. I don't remember, really. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Nice. Yep. Okay. There you go. Well, there you go. It's good to good to hear that our, our fans are doing well. Always, yeah, we got always babies. Love yeah. We got new relationships. Lily's, yeah. Lily's engaged. Lily's still engaged. By the by, this time she might be married. Married and it's, you know has celebrated her five year wedding anniversary. Yeah, right, right. Uh, so b- without any further ado, yes, let's get into tonight's episode. Woo! Uh, listeners, tonight we are going to be uh, reviewing, reviewing and reviewing uh, season four, episode twenty of SVU, entitled Four Twenty, baby, entitled Dominance. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, all of the episodes are available to watch on Hulu, and we recommend that you watch the episode before you listen to us give our takes on it. It'll probably make a little bit more sense. So, mm-hmm. Aviv, mm-hmm. as always, mm-hmm. you are going to hit oh, no. us with Already? A, with a 60-second recap of this week's I'm episode looking, of SVU. I'm still, still, still looking at Power Rangers trivia. Well, you better better get into gear here, buddy. So, Aviv. Oh, in okay. 60 okay. seconds or less. And this is Hold a particularly on. nutty episode. Jesus. All right. Aviv, why don't you tell us what the fuck happened in this week's episode of SVU? Uh, okay, you guys. There's a orgy that... Um... So, okay, so... The guy that plays... Did you ever see the, Eyes Wide Shut? It's like yeah. that, but out of a horror movie. The, the, the guy that plays The Flash from Earth 2 shows up late to a dinner orgy to find that everyone has been murdered and is naked. Turns out, it maybe it was an orgy, maybe it wasn't. Uh, there's this like real, weird ritualistic murder where the 
the killers they they know that there's two killers because of the number of people and then they conveniently forget that for half the episode um but the the two killers force the men no, that was, okay we'll get to it. rape the women and then rape each other and then they just get shot in the face and so there's like five people there it turns out these these killers are killing like by the end of the episode like a dozen people um and so they kind of figure it out like pretty fast that they just like run they don't have very many like red herrings but they run down the evidence and it leads them to this like uh this like superintendent of a building and his two really weird sons played by jason ritter and jesus uh jason ritter and ian summerhalder and they think that it's jason ritter for whatever dumb reason because he's like the dopey one and like the dopey one is always the ma- the criminal mastermind for some reason, but it turns out it's Ian Summerhalder who okay, so he also there's like another thing happening, which is that he's you know, he's got like this good kind of socialist eat the rich ethos, and I like pretty much agree with him except for <laughs> uh, that last bit, which is that he is fucking his own brother. Frank Langella's there. It's a it's a whole thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just going to keep going. Meanwhile, Detective Dave Dewithorn joins the team for a week. Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. So You're just, you're just going to leave me hanging so I keep going. Well, I was just going to see where you were going to go. Yeah, so it uh, it opens... It's 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 a couple showing up like fashionably late to a dinner party, bitching about the subway or b- bitching about yeah, a cab. or bitching about the cab. And the and the dude of the couple is like, I w- I would never take the subway with the unwashed masses. Which okay, so like I I I have a point to make on that. Uh, first off, before the episode started, you know, it gives you like the uh, the episode counter on Hulu as to, like how many episodes you have left to watch in a series. It's like a thousand, three hundred and forty-four unwatched episodes. Of yeah, SVU. we're still we're we're, we're, we're doing is, it. We are on. This is episode eighty-six, and we've been doing we this go. for three years. Here we go. Oh my and so the god! Guy, the guy in the couple uh, is on the Flash. Uh, I've never seen the Flash, but okay, sure. Yeah, his his name is Teddy. Wait, the, Fla- Sears? the TV show Flash, or he's the Flash yeah, in yeah. Uh, the Justice League. Movie. No, no, the uh, sorry, he's on the Flash TV show. As I mentioned, he plays Jay Garrick, the Flash from Earth Two. On uh, his name is Teddy Sears. He's a good act, despite this scene. He's like a good actor. He's really good on the Flash, which I actually stopped watching. So, because he was that good, but I've just I have a yeah. point. Like I was listening to. Well, he's off the show now. Well, okay, fair enough. But I was watching, uh, or not watching. I was listening to. Uh, why is this happening? It's uh, with uh, with Chris Hayes. Anyway, good podcast. Okay, you, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like I like Chris Hayes. I like Chris a Hayes a lot. But anyway, uh, they were he was talking about I forget what the topic was, but it, it came to the idea of like public uh, like public goods, like you know parks and all that shit. And he was saying how the one like shining example is like the New York City subway because that's the thing where literally like everyone fucking uses it. Where it's like you have mm-hmm. homeless people that ride it, but then you have like high powered wall street people that use it too because it's just the quickest way to get around the city you really have to be in the uppermost echelon to never use the subway right so whenever the guy was like oh i'm never going to take the subway i'm like that's the one thing that like everyone in fucking new york city uses because it yeah work well i mean not lately but like you know historically works 
Uh, so I just thought that was an interesting take. So I guess we're supposed to assume that these people like are a dickhead. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a thing. But yeah, I wrote in my notes. I was like, "Holy fucking shit! This looks like an eyes wide shut party gone horribly, horribly wrong." Yeah. So so they open the door and there's like it's naked like bodies, dead bodies everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Um, there's just piss and blood and cum just everywhere. The water stalactites and stalagmites. <laughs> Uh, and then we, and then uh, we're, we're with Finn. We cut to Finn and and Detective Dave Duathorn. Stabler's there played, too. Sta- oh, Stabler is there too in his one scene. Um, yeah. Detective Dave Duathorn, played by Eric Palladino, shows up, and they're like, Detective Duathorn, I haven't seen you since a few episodes ago. Yeah, like, why is he there? I don't know. I wonder if they were like considering making him a series regular. I, it has to have been something like that because like something like that. He's good. I like him because we get like we get too. like later in the episode we get like some backstory where he gets like defensive about it and stuff like that. So that they really are setting him up to be like a, a recurring character for more than yeah. And the we two do times. get this like bad lieutenant thing happening. Oh god! Later. Oh, when he goes rogue, I'm just like oh yeah. no 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 no. He's no, only no, no, in no, no, no. two episodes in, in this season. He's good. Like, he's really good. So he's in. Damaged, which we watched, which was the one about um, the the six year old girl testing positive for the STD, which we like relitigated the the robbery. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah, robbery yeah, yeah, yeah. In that over and over again, and he's in this one, and that's and it. Still, still a question mark. Although we got the suggestion of like it was probably from sex toys. Like, how did the sister impart the STD <laughs> to <laughs> to the other sister? So, so Dave Duathorn, character Dave Duathorn, only shows up when there's like sibling incest oh that's a good point coincidence i think not i think not i think uh so duathorn's like oh it's all just piss and shit and come in here so fucking weird there's an orgy and like they keep trying to out quip each other so they're all in the room looking at the dead bodies and it's like looks like dinner in an orgy and then finn's like yeah but they left before the appetizers and then Stabler's like, but what about the dessert? And, then, and it's like they're just really going they're off just, on this bit. They're just like workshopping jokes in like bits in the in the room. Yeah. And then Melinda Warner is the only person there doing work, <laughs> and, she, and she's like kneeling over her body. And they're like, "Was were the women raped?" And she was like, "The men were raped too." And everyone's like, "What?" Well, like there's there's, there's the thing where like the. Uh, they're just like, well, we just assume the women were raped. Like that's that's just a given, right, guys? But then the, that's when <laughs> we are the rape police. Right? And Warner's like, the men were raped too, and they're like, what, what, what? And I was like, okay, hold on. So yeah, that's such a weird that's such a weird thing to stick on, especially in this show. But okay, so I have a bit of a, a problem with this. Me too. But here's the problem. It's like. The fact that, again, because it's just like, it, it's assumed that the women were raped because SVU is there. Like, there was a rape, obviously, that occurred. And it you know, okay, fine. It makes sense that the women were raped, I guess, just because that's the show that we're making. But the fact that, that it's like a like a reveal that the men were raped, too. It's like, well, if the men were raped, now we really have to take action. As opposed to, like, if the women are raped, we yeah, should also take action. really a bastard. Right. And it was something about just the, the way the line and there, and played on, like, in that moment where it was like, this episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. 
Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. To like three male detectives, it was like, well, maybe now they'll work harder because the males were also raped. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's it's also it's also the the thing that it's like a mantra in this show that gets gets repeated periodically that like men can get raped too and men never report rape. And so like the fact that they've found these these dudes who were raped, like they shouldn't treat it like it they found a fucking unicorn. Like, yeah, it fucking happens and it and it's at, right, you're exactly right. It's as bad as when a woman is raped, so don't treat it especially differently right like rape is rape sure the fuck is fucking bad either way whoever is raping now i will say the twist that they report later that works for me that that fine fine i'm on board for that where spoiler alert we we discover that there was not a rapist like the the killer was not the rapist. What happened was the killer made the, the men rape, rape the other. women and then yeah. rape each other. That that's has really the little bit of uh, of a uh, little mustard on that one, where it's like, oh shit, that's that's <laughs> fucked some, up. There's some English on it. Yeah, that one. Uh, fine. That that's a. If she'd said that in the room, I would have been like, ooh, yeah, goddamn. <laughs> These men are laying in the position that lets me know that they were trying to rape each other. Not trying, did succeeded, succeeded to rape each other. So yeah, we cut, we come back from our theme, and we're in the Emmy's office, right? And Melinda Warner's like, "Okay, we got some, we got some fucked up shit going on over here. So there's hairs. Everyone's got hairs all over each other. There's all and, the hair." And Finn's like, "Was it an orgy?" And she's like, "No, I don't think so." All of the force was applied pre-mortem, and so her theory is right, what, what Matt just said, which is that the killers forced the men to rape the women, and then the rape men to other. rape each other. And I, frankly, I think orgy is slightly more plausible, but whatever. It's not the show we're making. I mean, I, I, I guess? I just want orgy. I would prefer an orgy to whatever the fuck that is called. Rape. Uh, rape homicide? Yeah. Um, I think that's what that's called. <laughs> Duathorn is there, and he kind of earns his stripes or whatever you want to, whatever euphemism you want to use, because yeah, like, he notices something about the dinner table. Right. So he they're counting the uh, the victims, the number of people that are there, and then they're counting the place settings, and you see there's one additional place setting. So they're like, there's another person. So they suspect whoever was supposed to be the seventh person at the dinner Right. Party. So there are four victims... The two people that that walked in to report it, and then there's a seventh place setting. Right. So the working theory is they need to find out who the seventh person is because that's probably going to be the killer or the doer. And 
and one of the uh, one of the people who was murdered was the son of the guy who like owned the place, and so they go and to who, talk. Who's like he's some like toy company big wig or yeah, he's like that's, a billionaire. That's a weird thing. Toy he, billionaire. He's like he's F A O Schwartz himself. Yeah, I think his last name is Darling, and so they Whatever, go to talk. They go to talk to Mister Darling, um, and his son Evan is one of the ones that was killed and so darling like walks through and is like oh this framed photo of me and evan fishing is missing he also identifies who he suspects the seventh person was going to be right which is and he's acting guilty as fuck but we never see him again i didn't get that but i was just like man for a person who just whose son and uh all of the friends all the friends and like would have been his daughter-in-law like he seems to be doing pretty okay oh yeah it was an engagement party we forgot to yeah mention. there's like a fucking maid cleaning up in there i'm like I think it's still an active crime scene isn't it yeah consuela <laughs> um so he says that the seventh dude was probably buzzy uh and they're like what what he's like? Oh, I'm sorry. He has, a, he has a real name, and I forget what it is. Paul Dumont. Paul Dumont. So they go look so for Paul Dumont. Paul Dumont works at NoHo Magazine, which is definitely real. It sure and, is. And, and fucking, so, we've got like basically Emily Blunt at the receptionist. Oh, desk. it's so funny. So Emily Blunt at the receptionist desk is like, it's I don't know actually, where the fuck it, he is. It's not actually Emily Blunt, guys. No, it's not. Uh, but she's like, I don't know what the where the fuck he is. And they're like, but, but you work here. This She's is like, we have a hundred rec- people that work here. You're the receptionist. Um, the the uh, the actor's name is Susie Dillon. Susie Dillon, and this is literally the only thing she's been in, other than an episode of Rescue Me, where she played the character a character named Bitch. Oh, oh, oh! Oh, look at Susie that, Susie Dillon. So, so she's she was kind great. Of a, I mean. <laughs> She's kind of a bitch here, so I, I know. I'm just saying, like I thought, I thought she was fucking great. Yeah, and so she's like, "I'm not. It's not my job to know about where everyone is." And I'm like, "You're the receptionist, it, isn't I mean, it?" I mean, the reception doesn't know where everyone is. Yeah, but like, when you need to talk to someone at a company, right? You can you like call, call the receptionist them. and yeah. they locate them. Right. They know they will like locate them in the in the phone directory. Yeah. Well. So so she calls. Well, did they the, do that in like in the reason why is like because like he wasn't answering or like she was like yeah I don't he's know. not he's not there and so they call the CEO who's this like fucking Kevin like Dillon looking motherfucker and he's like such a fucking New York mook like oh he's my got God. the fucking most New York fucking accent ever. What are you two's doing here over here? I'm trying to run a magazine. It's called No my Balls. Magazine. Uh, and they're like, oh, are you the detectives? You're looking for Buzzy or whatever the fuck the guy's name is? Like, I just got a call oh, from his parents. Yeah. There's been a horrible accident. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's been a horrible accident. He's in a coma in the hospital. Yeah. And uh, I was like, why is this scene here? It doesn't so, need to be. It could have just been like, he's dead. Like, Yeah, this is like the only kind of red herring that we get. It was like, maybe it was Buzzy um, who like killed them all and then left. And that's not the case because he was bashed bashed in the head three times yeah um, and to the point that it had like radial skull yeah, fractures. fractures um and two more people are dead russell and darlene wilson so now yeah. our, so our I think victim the reason, count is up to seven i think the only reason they go to the hospital is just because we needed that scene with the medical breakdown 
to establish yeah. that because we later find out that like okay so they're trying to they keep trying to figure out uh like the theories of the crime like how did it happen or whatever like that yeah so now the i think the working theory based off the fact that uh, they said that whenever they discovered his body because he was i guess he was carrying a bottle of wine he was bringing a bottle of wine to the party and i guess whenever he fell yeah. it broke on him so he was like covered in wine and so he smelled like wine and he was bleeding and the cops whenever they found him they thought he was just like got drunk and fell down the stairs that's why they sent him to the hospital they didn't right any foul and play. so so what actually happened was that his blood alcohol level was zero right and he and he had three radial fractures in his skull which wouldn't be consistent with a fall and so they think that he also had flowers right he was like delivering flowers um well, he wasn't to delivering this, them he was well he was bringing he, he, them he to, brought flowers to dinner yes to he brought party. flowers to the to the party and so now the theory is that the doer or doers so it's at this point that they forget that they have already said that there's multiple doers no they haven't said that there's multiple doers they haven't they said it in the first scene no in they the did not scene, no they no. absolutely did no they said there's probably multiple doers given the number of people here. I don't recall that line at all. I watched this episode I twice do. and I don't recall that. I swear to God they say it because I'm like, why Why did you guys forget that there were multiple killers? I, I, I honestly got, I don't remember that line ever being said. <laughs> Listeners, write into Matt. No, no, no. You can tweet at us. You can tweet at us, too. Tweet at us. And then if if you heard uh, that line that is said clear as day, it's said when they are walking around the orgy, the like the crime scene. You got to stop calling it an orgy, man. It wasn't a fucking orgy. It's got to stop being an orgy. It's it's not an orgy. Did multiple people have sex? I think that they did. It was was rape. That doesn't qualify. A forced, a forgy. Oh, God damn it, Aviv. Okay, moving on. Get on so, Urban Dictionary right now. Create this. Lily? No. Oh. So, Jesus Christ. So they, the we put that on now, a fucking t-shirt, I swear to God, Aviv. Oh, Jesus. It's like Webster's Dictionary defines 4G. Defines 4G as, I like that we went from Urban to Webster's, <laughs> to Webster's. in one step. Well, we figured, you know, once we get it, you know, in the zeitgeist. People are talking about it. <laughs> Word of the year, 4G. Um, you said it. We're talking about it. I'm just saying. So, there's no such thing as bad press. <laughs> so uh, they think that the doer, the single doer, um, po- like beat the guy, took took the wine bottle from him, beat him over the head with it till it broke, which is why he smelled like booze, and took the flowers and pretended to be a flower delivery guy because that's a thing. And then once that's the part, yeah, okay. Once the party let him in. He just like murdered everybody in. Yeah, it was like it was like a push in. Once they unlocked the door, then he just shoved his way in and kind of just blocked his face. Wait, you've never you've never sent flowers to anyone? I have, I have, I have. But like at like nine o'clock when when your art your I mean, orgy's already starting. Jesus Christ, the four it's a four G. It's a four G. Well, it's not a four G yet. <laughs> so you're saying, wait, hold on, what that that's a hold on. This doesn't make 4G any sense. Four G stands four G stands for forced orgy. Right, but you're so you're proposing that they were having an orgy, and then the person came in and forced them to have an orgy that they were already having. There's no evidence to suggest otherwise. I'm saying, but then it wouldn't be a forgy because they were already having the orgy. Well, it's an orgy that turns into a forgy. But if they were already engaged, my phone gets forgy. An... <laughs> oh, that's that was 
That was terrible. That doesn't make sense because if they were already having an orgy, then there was a whole consensual. The presence of another person, does that all of a sudden make it a forced orgy? Well, I think it was the gun. <laughs> You're missing the point. Whenever they started the orgy, it wasn't forced. Yeah, it was so just an, a it was just can an, easily turn it. This is like a PSA. A forgy, an orgy can easily turn into a forgy. Consent. The more you know. Hi, I'm Ron Jeremy. So uh, the, we dip to commercial when it's it's discovered that there are two more victims and they're found in Central Park, right? Uh, Some park. Yes, Central Some Park. Some fucking park. So we come back from commercial, open up, we're in the park, and they're like, well, these people are fucking dead. And uh, they were covered in a blanket. I think the blanket was From the not, police. Yeah. Well, I think they, so, also, they also, that's this is the reveal. They're like, oh, we got a spree killer. And I'm like, right. what's the difference between a spree killer and a serial killer? I probably should just ask Cassie because she does a true crime podcast. Yeah, but, I don't know. But like, it's like, can a spree killer be a serial killer? Is it one of those like a rectangle, a square, but a square rectangle type thing? <laughs> or like a, a spree killer? I want to talk about Rennie Nix, though. Okay. So so it's a, a similar kind of MO. The, the, the couple was made to have sex with each other, and then they were shot in the face. Um, and their shit was stolen. Um, yeah, all the just... people at the orgy, not the orgy, the fucking murder scene at the <laughs> house. <laughs> now you're doing it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to have it again. Fucking, they they keep saying, like, all the shit's been stolen. And I'm like, is he, like, fencing all this shit? Is he, yeah. like, what the hell is happening? It's stuff that's also kind of worthless. It It is clear that that is not the main goal of the murder. Right. Because um, you wouldn't make the people rape each other if you were just trying to rob yeah. them. You would just rob them. So while they're raping each other, you rob them. <laughs> while they're conducting the 4G. Um, so they go door to uh, Finn and Duathorn go door to door. Well, at they, the apartment well, first, building overlooking the park. First, they determine uh, that all the shit's gone and that there was something ripped off of their keychain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they so, determined right. what was on the keychain was like a picture of their like grandkids or some shit like we, that. We actually don't know that yet. I thought they we did th- they say that they right off the bat. They think that it's the no, they think that well, it's, they think the, it's car. the car key. Well, they think they it's, think a, it's car a car key. key. Yes. But, but they determined the point of entry and then they um they Yeah, cuz they do like so this is like some some I don't know how I feel about this in terms of like eh maybe cuz they're like looking at like boot prints. I'm kind of into it. Well, they're they're using boot prints to determine okay, uh, okay, this like they're like okay, these boot prints in in relation to the body, this is probably the these are the killer's footprints, and they make a determination something about like it's like oh he was walking here and he was running here because when you're walking your your feet go out a little bit when you're running they're straight I'm like I think that's bullshit but okay, and they yeah, make a determination kind of into it. I, I don't know if, if that whole, like, you you run straighter thing. It might be true. I don't know. It yeah. just seemed it seemed like some junk science, but I don't know. This is SVU, so who knows? I'm into it. I'm but into they make it. the determination that he must have had a car, which is why they go around knocking on doors, because they're looking at the, the exit. He, he parked in, like, a free parking zone. Yeah, so they're like, well, why would he, like, leave the park here and do a Thorn? Do a Thorn is actually, like, probably the best detective. MVP, yeah, he's doing it. That fucking SVU has ever seen. Because they're like, oh, look, it's a, it's no parking from, you know, 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. or something like that. So he's like, oh, he probably, like, had a car here, so he's walking back to his ride because he could park there. Yeah. 
which so, it's a bit so of a stretch. They, I mean, it, it's logical, but yeah. it, there could be any number of reasons why he would exit. Could be very many other things. But sure. this is one of those episodes where like all of the conclusions that they jump to turn out to be right. Except for... The orgy. <laughs> I don't think that was the thing. But yeah, so because because of that, they go and start knocking on uh, doors in the buildings that were like surrounding the area to see if anyone saw anything about a car. And immediately... As we're as they're knocking on the door, Duathorn's like, "This is fucking bullshit," and Finn's like, "It's the job." And then this dude opens the door. His name is Renny Nix. He's like, "Hi, my name's Renny Nix. Fuck you!" And then like, he's wearing a Hawaiian the... shirt. He's like, "What are you Hawaii Five O? I'm like, "Sir, what?" Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's fucking so good. And he like slams the door on them, does not help them at all. And so they go back out to the street and Renny Nix's wife, who looks like she just fucking hates her life, taps him on the shoulder and is like, hello, officers. My husband, Renny Nix, was so rude to you. Well, this is also where we get, again, this is why I kind of think you're right that they were probably trying to get Duathorn either on the squad full time or yeah. like as a recurring thing. Because isn't this where we get the... Uh, Finn is His, like, like asking backstory, him, yeah, yeah, because Finn's like, "How many years have you been on the job?" And he was like, uh, five. He's like, "How which long?" Is, you... Which is a very short amount of time to be on a to be a homicide detective. detective. Yeah. yeah. So Finn is giving him shit because he he turns out uh, Duathorn says he's like, "Oh, like the police commissioner like grew up next to me when I was growing up, so he knows me." So he, and Finn's like, "Man, you parachuted in." He's and that's what Duathorn's like, "Man, fuck you! I'll get the fuck out of here. You fucking do it." <laughs> and then. Yeah, Finn's like, no, 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 we're cool. Don't worry about it. We're just setting this up for whenever we bring you back for a recurring role that never actually happens, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, I like him. Because he's real good. He fits in with the team well. Um, Especially later when he pulls a gun on somebody. Um, That's how you know he belongs in SVU, this rogue team of detectives. So so Brenda Nix remembers a bunch of shit. She remembers that she saw the car parked. She saw the victim and the doer the victims and the doer walk out there before she went to bed. She remembers that the car was gold and she remembers that the last two letter, the last two numbers of the license plate were three, five because that's her daughter's birthday, March 5th. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a stretch, but eh, fine. So they bring her into the station and I fucking love this thing. This they car have, they, program thing. They have her look at like a, like a mugshot of cars, of cars. Of the rears of cars. I love it. And the and the dude is like doing a what's it like a sketch artist thing, but of cars. He's like it's not even that. Okay. It's like a it's like a computer program that has just pictures right. of cars. Was was the back square rounded? Was the license plate here or here? I mean, I have a little like I really I dug it. I realize it's a television show, so obviously they don't have all the time in the world, but it's like, man, they arrive at that real fucking fast. I was so into it. 15 seconds. They're like, oh, it was a Ford Contour. Yeah, no, so it was a 96. Ni- a 96 Ford Contour, and it had just been reported stolen from this place, like, overlooking, the like, on Central Park West. And um, and so they're like, well, let's go check that, that out. And, and then here's where... Okay. Frank Langella shows up. Okay, you guys. And I was like, oh, so Frank Langella did it. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, so Frank Langella, Oscar nominee. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clap, or a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And for really good and performance, actually, ex-husband of Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, Frank Langella and Whoopi Goldberg used to be married. Or, like, together. Non, non-married, but, like, the same as, like, uh, like oh, Jesus, um, Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon. Together. Just long-term yeah, together. together. Yeah, she dated. She dated Frank Langella for more than 18 years. Oh, well, there you go. Um, fucking, yeah, so... Frank Langella is just like, yeah, I reported the car stolen. Did you find it? He's got like a fucked up head. Yeah, he's got a fucked up head, and, and apparently he's drunk. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he's like a he's like a. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, five years, not eighteen years. That's a big fucking difference. Yeah, I I misread the thing. How the um, fuck did you? Never, you know, never mind. It's fine. I'm not gonna. Never mind. Don't worry never about mind. it. Um, yeah. So Frank Langella. Uh, it's just like, yeah, uh, didn't find the car. Like, I reported stolen because it was fucking stolen. Uh, I asked my kids if they borrowed it. They said no. Yeah, for, before we meet Frank Langella, we meet the kid, his kid, Charlie, who's played by Ian Summerholder. I'm sorry. Yeah, Charlie, who's played by Ian Summerholder, who's on The Vampire Diaries, I guess. Uh, sure. I've never seen that I've show. I've never okay. seen it, but according to IMDb, he's on The Vampire Diaries. And he was also on Lost. Mm. Also, never watched Lost. Yeah, me neither. Good for us. Good for us. He would, he played someone named Boone Carlisle on Lost. Boone Carlisle. Boone Carlisle. Boone. I'm trying to figure out where I know him from because I haven't seen either of those things. But uh, I guess I just don't don't know. I've seen the Rules of Attraction. He's in the Rules of Attraction. Um, I think I've seen that once, like however yeah, many years I've ago, seen it came out. Like once, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. He just like looks familiar. He looks like Wes Bentley from um, uh, uh, American Beauty. Oh yeah, I can see that. And many other things. Um, any anywho, he's got really intense. He's got a really intense face. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's a good description. So uh, Franklin Jealous says the car has been stolen. Um, yep. And then they're like leaving, kind of with no real, no real extra info. Uh, and then we meet Billy Baker. So uh, Frank Langella is Al Baker, who's also is the name of one of my students. Um, Ian Summerholder is Charlie Baker, and we meet Jason Ritter, who plays Billy Baker. Uh, yep. And yeah, and they catch up with him in the hallway, and uh, one like, of them is hey, limping. Yeah, one of them's limping. They're like, hey, sorry sorry about your car. They're like, ah, it's all right. It's a piece of shit. We don't like yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, he says there's no way that we can pick up girls with that old thing. 
Right. So that's their excuse. Because I guess they, yeah. they question whether or not they actually took the car and just didn't tell their dad about it. Which seems very logical to me. Right? Like teenage kids, like they're going to fucking take the car. Um, and there's two more dead. So that's like 10 people dead. Yeah. Is it 10? Yeah. It's... Nine they find ten. two two more people, and they and it's two dudes. Yes, Craig. Right. Oh, and I immediately someone at this else. point, like in my notes, I'm just like, as soon as we meet the kids, I'm like, so the kids did it, right? Oh, hundo percent. Like I recently was like, Especially oh, Frank Langella one of them did it. Limping. Yeah, it's like Frank Langella did it, and then I see the kids, I'm like, ah, oh, the kids probably did it. Never mind. Yeah, um, and so, uh, yeah, there's another two dead. There's two, there are two dudes in the in the park or like in another kind of wooded area um and they were forced to rape each other again well they they don't know that actually they're like they don't know if they got to that point like the fly was down on one but they never actually confirm if that was if they if there was a rape that occurred because they speculate Uh, maybe the killer didn't have time like someone spooked him or something like that i recall that because craigan's like well maybe they just didn't have the killer didn't have time to make him do what what he wanted or whatever like that yeah and there's also this kind of question of well did they just go to um to wherever to like fuck right because finn's like oh this is a lover's lane at night i'm like oh i mean okay i I mean i guess sure yeah so like maybe it's like the fens in boston where like dudes just go to like blow each other is that a thing yeah oh sure okay cool Good, good for uh, for those guys. Yeah, good for them. Be safe. Yeah, uh, above all else, be safe. Uh, um, so and they they're going through their the wallet. Um, yeah. Again, all their shit's been stolen, and this I have a real fucking problem with. And they're like, oh, we have to find the car because the the one guy has a car registration in his wallet for like a silver Acura or something like that. I think they look at the fact that the key ring was probably broken. Who does off. that? Who carries their car registration around in their wallet? Yeah. No Who one. Who does Fucking that? No one. So no they one. think the the theory is now that the the dudes drove there in in like an Acura SUV and that the killer took the car after murdering them. So that's why there's no car there. And so he's got the car registration and is fucking on his person, which is weird. And so they no trace it. Keep ba- it in the fucking car. You, they trace that back to Teaneck, New Jersey. Yeah, where I guess they're talking to the dad and like, hey, do you have a silver accurate? Like, oh, my, my boys took it, but I haven't heard from him in a while. It seems odd that sex crimes and murder police are showing up to my door. <laughs> I hope what nothing could, bad happened. I hope nothing bad has happened. And... Then it's revealed. But he like, actually oh. says, "Did did something bad happen to Craig and the girls?" And everyone's like, "The girls?" Yeah. So apparently they had, I could presume, dates. I guess. They yeah. Had, so they weren't gays with each other. No, they had dates, and the girls are now in the wind. Yeah, and so this is where I have confirmation that it is the brothers because they in the. Two, two scenes before said something about picking up girls. And so I'm like, yep, they did it. I mean, okay. So, that doesn't, dis- I mean, I don't know. And so they, they find, they get like, we can't pick them up in the, in the contour. So what we do is we steal other people's cars after murdering them and then kidnap them. Does that count as picking up girls? That's the same thing. Right guys. Right. Yeah. yeah. Silence. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey,
go to so Dewithorn and Finn go to the Emmy's office. He, yeah, point? so so the Emmy, who's not Warner, it's like a different person this week, um, says that the boot print because of the way that it like sunk into the ground and like the boot print matches like all of the different crime scenes um so that she has narrowed it down to the person being between five five and five ten which is a big fucking swing i mean sure but it's something yeah and it's not more importantly she uh finds like weird weird shit in the in the in the boot print um it's like glass at, like fiberglass insulation and wood and grass like crabgrass and like fertilizer and so grass, the only grass seed grass seed right and there was and like so the... wood it was like pine and like maple it was like a bunch and like brass different kinds from of keys. wood yeah so they put it together like okay, oh the only yeah, place yeah you're gonna the find all of that is in like a heart because they're like oh maybe it could be because now they're 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 narrowing in on on fucking frank langella and the kids where yeah like, they, they something think it's like, like a super building super have. kind of thing yeah but they're like but you wouldn't have uh like the pesticide or the grass seed in there and they're like okay well what if it was a hardware store or like a home improvement store yeah so they go so to that the, fits they go to the closest home improvement store to well there's a there's a bit of it like they're in the the uh the station and Liv is there for like you know she had to collect her paycheck so she was there for like her three lines and she she has a few she has a couple scenes in this episode not like fucking not consequential though they're there for five seconds and gone but um so they bring up the fact I actually kind of like this about the show whenever they have to do like actual detective work how do they find the hardware store okay yeah so they find the hardware store because of what they find in the I guess the the boots left uh there was they they made a comment or the Emmy made a comment how like. The boots are really good because the soles are so thick that stuff can... Yeah, that's like a pair of Tim's. Yeah, that stuff can get stuck in there. So they found a bunch of stuff, and that's how they get to the fact that they have to go to a hardware store. And they... So this is what I was saying. They like... I really like when they have to do actual detective work, and it's working a lot better this week with Dewithorn because he's actually doing a lot of, like, detective work. Because they're... The fact that they're like, okay, we have to go canvas all of the... Uh, What's it called? They have to go canvas all the home improvement stores. So, like, you get the idea that this is going to be some sort of, like, a huge slog for them to, like, go through. Right. So, who knows how many of these they've been to before they arrive at the one that we are seeing. Yeah, the fir- the only one that we see is the right, right one. So, I think we're supposed to assume that. Normally, they throw a line of dialogue in there where it's like, we've been at this all day or something like that. Normally, Munch delivers that line. Yeah, right. Oh, God. We're so, so bored already. Um, and there's also Wong p- shows up periodically in this episode and is like, oh, this this person is like lashing out against rich people. Like everyone who is it was happy families, I think is happy, what he says. So happy families and also like like, uh, yeah, it, it is happy. Fa- at this point, it's happy families. Right. And so th- they talk to this um, this hardware store owner and they're looking for someone who is f- about five, nine brown hair, blue eyes, um, and, you know, white. And the hardware store owner's like, I got 17 guys right in the back that look just like that, which is kind of weird. Um, but he lists a bunch of names, Tommy Two Nuts, Joey Bag of Donuts, <laughs> and then he says Billy Baker, the guy from J- being Jason Ritter. The the super's son, Frank Langella's su- son. super son. One son. Um one of the, one of the sons, the dopey, the dopier kind of one, um, 
and there he said he makes this random comment of like oh yeah he lives off of central park west it's i'm not used to people with that address working here right and it's established that like he's a very he's like a a a dream employee because like he never complains he does everything that he's told like he's very he's always on time he's only been late once ever and they're like when he's like like, oh yesterday it was the other day you know when one of the murders took place yeah Um, he says he said his car was stolen right uh so they they have the the car right they have the contour they yeah. the have, police have it because they found bodies. Right. The they they had no they had they find they find the silver SUV in the parking lot of a right, grocery like store. A, there was some like homeless guy with a homeless head. guy in it, and he's the one that that says that the dude was about five nine and had blue right. Eyes. That's how they get that. But they they also have the contour because what they do then is they release the contour back to the family because they suspect that it's going to be Billy now and they want to tail him. Right, and and what's important about finding the contour that I totally forgot to mention is they don't find the girls' bodies, so they have reason Correct. to believe that the girls are still alive. And they also had, they also saw that the uh, the steering column hadn't been fucked with, so they knew it had to have been the kids because they have the keys. Yeah. Otherwise, if the, they, it was the hot contour was like ditched. That. Yeah. Right. So so the. Um, they they talk about bringing Billy in right away, and Cragen's like, "No, arresting him will only make him mad." No, I think Wong said that. Yeah, something like that. Well, they're the same person, so whatever. Um, and <laughs> and so they want one to, of them isn't real. They want to tail him to see if they'll he'll lead them to the girls. To the girls, yeah. So they and, put a tail on Billy, which uh, is which is Dua Thorne and Finn and two other right cops. And there's an interesting uh, scene where they're stake they're on the stakeout. It's Duathorn and it's Finn, and Duathorn's reading like the the National Enquirer. Well, not actually, yeah, but like, basically uh, the National Enquirer. It's like ghost sex at the Met Gallery or whatever. With Siamese twins. Yeah. It's just oh like yeah, different. Siamese twins, right? And uh, Finn, I guess, is giving Duathorn some some shit for for reading that, and Duathorn, like he he has this thing where he's like. Homicide. Most homicides are, you know, like uh, one drug dealer kills another, or like a bar fight, or a domestic disturbance gone it's bad. It's kind of like plug and play, right? It's like, right. And he's like, homicide is about the who, but sex crimes is all about the why, which is why he finds it much more interesting than than homicide. Which is why I think he's again, we're trying to set up the fact that he would be a great recurring character, or yeah, he like great wants to transfer. Right. So uh, it was just an interesting take in terms of like, you know, murder is easy because it's just it's once you figure out the who, that's it. Like, it's not a big deal. But he's the like sex the, crime is more complicated. He's like the anti um, Cassidy. Yes. And so anyway, so uh, they they see Billy pull money out of an ATM and he's using a slip of paper to to like to, to type read in off the pin the pin and they're like how dumb do you have to be to not remember a pin um and so they they immediately think that it's one of the girls and they're like extorting money from one of the girls who are still alive and so they they're like let's take them let's fucking do it so they do and great chase music as they're apprehending him he doesn't really get very far he doesn't really get very far he gets like, Thor, like, run, like heads him off at the pass yeah, and tackles him into a car. And then Aviv, clearly he just arrests him and puts him in the back of the yeah, car, Yeah, right? reads him Miranda, is very, very respectful. Treats him with respect. Yeah. No, he pulls out his nine, 
presses it against Billy's head and is like, is this what you do to the girls, Billy? You gonna fuck kill the girls, Billy? Where are the girls, Billy? Billy! And, and Finn's just like, yo, 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 wait, no, 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 stop, 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 Meanwhile, stop. it was Finn that pulled out his gun against the perp in a previous episode. Many previous episodes. Yeah. Um, and, like, clearly it's not Billy, it's the other one. But they go, so they arrest Billy, they go back to Frank Langella's house, and um, Charlie is like, oh, what happened to Billy? Uh, do you know if he's in trouble? I think Billy might be a murderer. He he came back with the boots on, and they looked like murder boots, and he has this locker downstairs. <laughs> he just looks fucking evil. He's very clearly fl- framing his brother. And how no one is picking up on this, I'll I never it's know. it's inc- it's incredible. It's it's shocking. Shocking. And at this point, I'm still like, don't you remember you said that there were two doers? It never happened. It really did. Nah, I don't know. About okay. That. So uh so they go to the basement to like a little kind of storage locker thingy, and they find like an orgy of evidence. It's like all of the stuff that was taken from all of the victims and the boots and the some other thing. The thing that's short in there is literally a signed confession. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the one thing they don't have. And so the, Billy isn't going to break. He only wants to, back at the station, he only wants to talk to Charlie, which is like also not a good sign. It's not a sign that Charlie is innocent, but like, I don't, you know, whatever. Well, They're okay, really, so they got, they took some den- density pills for here, a here is because Wong is watching all of this as well. Uh, here is something that I was very concerned. It's like none of this is going to be usable because, or you could argue it. I mean, yeah, he's been Mirandized and because he can, he's not of sound mind. Well, th- there's a particular line that he says where they're like, you know, just tell us where the girls. And he says, like, I'll tell you whatever you want to hear. Right. Just as long, let just me let see me my brother, which, which is would not lead good. me to believe that you were priming him for a false confession because he's literally saying, like, just give me my brother and I'll tell you what what I want, what you want to hear. And like, that's the point where I'm just like, this is not something, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, it's, it seems like if you were to confess after that, I feel like any decent defense attorney worth or salt could make an argument that's like he was saying what you wanted to hear he literally said i'll tell you yeah like he's not guilty he's literally just saying this so he can see his brother because he's scared or now the fact that he doesn't have a lawyer present is this kid's a fucking idiot like ask yeah but this kid is like clearly a fucking like there's something wrong with this kid he's like a kind of dopey and so they get charlie in there and charlie's like you gotta be a man billy you gotta be a man be a man billy be a man and they're like He's really trying to get him to tell the truth, isn't he? Like they're yeah. like completely flummoxed by this like, guy who's like Wong, not. Wong is sitting there watching this, and it's like we're sitting there watching this. It's like oh, very clearly, it's the other brother that that committed these so crimes. So clearly, he, yeah. He looks crazy, and he's clearly intimidating. And he's saying his crazy things. He looks. He looks very intense. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So yeah. there's that. 
so like and he he ultimately doesn't break and the, the other brother's like sorry couldn't help you detectives and just leaves and fucking they're like what do you think doc he's like well he didn't ask for his dad and like no one thinks that perhaps oh, that God, is an indication so that something stupid. is going on and do a thorn the one misstep he has in the episode because everyone just really latches onto this which i guess is not necessarily unfair but he's like they're like well yeah the dad the dad's a drunk the, the brother's not that's why he was asking for the brother rather than the dad because the dad's a drunk it's like I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Eh. And so suddenly... It's very apparent that the fucking other guy is either the mastermind or did all of it. Our discount Melinda Warner comes in and is like, actually, there are two killers, but they were wearing the same kind of boots. But you can see because one of their... In, in their footprints, one of them walks normally and one of them has a limp. And they're like, Charlie has a limp. And I'm like, duh. Duh, 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 duh. If you didn't get this from the previous scene, yes. Um, and so they ask, so so they go they go back to the house. Uh, Frank Langella's there, but Charlie isn't. And they're like, where's Charlie? He's like, I don't know. I haven't seen him since the police station. Uh, he's probably with his, does he call the girlfriend a slut? Uh, he might? I don't I know. Think, I, th- I thought he was like, he's probably with that slut girlfriend of his. And I'm like, excuse me? Jesus Christ, Frank Langella. So... We go to talk to the girlfriend, whose name is Maria. Oh, I'm sorry, Marie. Oh, also, okay. we forgot the fact that they immediately determined that it cannot actually be Billy, because they find two more bodies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They find two more bodies while, while in Billy's custody. in custody. Yes. And and these bodies are, like, really, really um, haphazardly killed. Like, it's not the same... And it's outside the normal comfort zone of the killer. Yeah, it's the, like what the, the comfort zone is of, like, like slightly different. So different, in fact, that they, um, they... Don't they cut him loose? No, they didn't. They don't cut Billy loose. They keep they, Billy. They're so... Di- but the, the, the MO is so different that they think it might be a copycat. Right. Because, again, it doesn't... Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't fit. quite fit. Uh, but yes, you're right. And so they talk to the girlfriend, Marie, and Marie is like, oh, why are you asking me about... Charlie, we're not dating anymore. And they're like, why not? And she's like, well, so Billy. So funny story. Funny story about Billy. And they're like, oh, you left him for Billy? And she's like, well, uh, no. So so step one. Cut a hole in the box. Yes. So Charlie told her to, quote, break him in. So Billy's kind of like this rube. He's a little simple. And Charlie convinced Marie to have sex with Billy to, like, pop his cherry, so to speak. And Marie's like, I thought I was in love with him, so I did it. And I'm like, okay, we got problems. Okay, step number two. What a good brother. Step number two. What a good brother. Not the best boyfriend. Terrible boyfriend, fantastic. Good brother, brother. Um, good guy, good dude, good dude. It's just a solid guy. Uh, what's that? So step two, then they would have threesomes: Charlie, Billy, and Marie. Okay, so okay, okay, okay. A little little okay. weird, for, you know, for my taste. Brotherly bonding, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know. And then Marie says that the threesomes turned into twosomes where she wasn't involved. Right. The the twosome is like, okay, so, you know, you cut one of the brothers out where she wasn't involved. Nope. 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 Incest alert. So this is where my notes went from regular to all caps for a lot 
of the remainder of the episode. Their brains go haywire, too. They're like, they can't understand what she just said to them. Understandable. Understandable, because mine kind of went nuts. So, Aviv, I believe this is where we will drop in the chewy punch it moment. Chewy punch it, yeah. Chewy punch it. Punch it. So then they go back over to Dodd. There is a lot of what of me writing what is happening, what the fuck is happening, what what the fuck is happening. They 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 go back over to doddering old Frank Langella, who's like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. And he's like super afraid of Finn. Every time Finn like like yells at him, he's like, Don't hit me, where he's like, he's kind of racist, I think. No, it's that's not actually I I We'll fight you on that. I liked Frank Langella's performance in this. Because, I like, liked his performance for sure. But but every time Finn yells at him, he's like, "Don't hit me." Well, it's anytime anyone yells at it, because it's not. I mean, it just happens that Finn is the one that's doing all of the yelling. Well, um, so you know, no, because Duathorn does too. Oh, Duathorn does too. Yeah, all right, and he fine. still has the same reaction because, like, anytime someone's getting mad, he's just like, "Don't hit me!" and like immediately recoils. Yeah, and I was which, just—he's like, like a—he's like a battered. Yeah, it's like, obviously spouse. supposed to be that he's that he's been beat up by his kids. Um, and right. kid, so kid, he, singular. Kid. So he says that he walked in on the two of them having sex, called his sons the f word, drops a hard f, which I did not care for. Yeah, didn't didn't love it. Um, like the performance, didn't like the writing on that line. And Although I, I mean, different time. Like I mean, it was never it was never acceptable, but it was yeah, yeah. more and, acceptable. And it also shows that the, that like you know, generously, it shows that this character is like flawed. Like he's an alcoholic, and he you know uses bad words for his kid, and like there are no real good guys in this. But I, I don't. That's very generous. Um, uh, okay. Um, and then, and and then my next. My next note is just vacation? Question mark? What is that? What? It's just vacation? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I know. I know it. I know what it what? is. What? So, so they ask they ask Frank Langella where Charlie's hiding. And he says, oh, in the building, I have a couple of tenants on vacation. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's just like squatting in someone's apartment <laughs> and he while they're on vacation. So, um, I also want to comment on... Uh, yeah. On Frank Langella's performance, great, so, great performance. Again, like you know, again his rec- whenever he recoils, like it's it's very good, it's believable, it's like sad, it's all a bunch of stuff. But did you notice, like, when you're looking at his eyes as he was talking, super shifty. Yeah, the fact that they're like they're they're like shifty, like back and forth, but not like he's not like looking left and right. It's just like they he's they're like, like jittering. Yeah, yeah, they're like jittering, and I like is that is that a DT that, thing? You think? Well, I don't know. No, not a DT thing because he's probably drunk at that point. But like, <laughs> but I was like, is that a thing? Like drunk, drunkenness? Like, do your eyes do that whenever you're drunk? I know typically if you're trying to follow something, if you're like, you know, follow my finger or something like that, they'll do that as they're on the way back, and that's usually an indication. That's why whenever cops are asking you to look in the light and stuff like that, if you ever get pulled over, and there's like a pupil, drinking. pupil dilation thing, pupil too, dilation right? thing, and, and also like a following the thing, like it does that. But I don't know if like just looking straight ahead, it does that. Um, it's interesting know. yeah because I was like if it is an indication of someone being drunk it's like man Frank Langella was just getting hammered on set like, just, yeah. just a nail on his lines so they, they burst into uh, the, the vacation apartment which is apartment PHA I don't know what sure. that means sure penthouse penthouse A oh penthouse A there you go and so I wouldn't know and and so 
Charlie's We're not there. House people of Eve. He he runs for something. Uh, they tackle and, him, and miraculously, cuff- he does not get gunned down from by the cops. Right? He well, because he's white. Uh, they tackle him and cuff him, and they pull the gun from like between the couch cushions or something. And they're like, were you looking for this? Which is the thirty-eight um, that that he used to to kill all of the people, everyone. And, and he says, a few more seconds and you'd all be dead, which is not the thing you want to say to the cops as they are arresting you. But the tragic part is he hasn't been Miranda yet, so you can't use it. Yeah. So uh, the the episode's like almost, it's like three minutes left or something, and I have no idea how they're going to break him because they, they're interrogating him, and he is just like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you pig. Uh, and they're screaming at him. It's a nice cool like low angle wide angle lens shot and the and the camera keeps like pivoting left and right and they just like beating the shit out of this guy yeah do a throne's like choking him i don't i again it's for the first three well, i mean four seasons of this fucking show every time i'm just like why do you guys not ask for attorneys why yeah i don't why? know why like they will literally give you one for free even if they just like <laughs> to stop the interrogation it's like just that do that yeah he's like clearly nuts though so like right no i know but his brother didn't either yeah well his brother's also something's wrong with him but (sighs) they uh they they bring in charlie and the dad oh i'm sorry they bring in billy and the dad and billy's like charlie's more of a man than you ever were and i'm like that's not a thing you want to say to your dad about your brother but okay um, and and you just, it's just sad. You just feel bad for Frank Langella. Like, he's getting beat up by his fucking son. He's, the son is raping his other son. It's, yeah, it's, fucking, it's rough. The son that's being raped is berating him for, like, it's just like, what it's a real the bru- f- It's a real brutal blowjob. It's just, oh. um, But then Langella is like, uh, he sold you out. It, like, Frank Langella and the cops are like, he told us where the locker was with all of the stuff. He was going to sell you out. And Billy realizes that that he's been sold out. He's been sold out, um, and is like Charlie. That's not where we hid that stuff. And Charlie's like, "Be a man, be a man." Now you're a man. Um, and uh, and Langella's like, "He betrayed you," and like he betrayed you is a tough line to deliver, no matter how many times you fucked Whoopi Goldberg, but. <laughs> He, like, does his best, but, like, if you're not in some kind of swords or sandals movie, like, you don't really need to use the word betrayed. (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah, there's a better word you can use. Betrayed is... Yeah. There's there's synonyms you could use that, like, he stabbed you in the back, he set you up. He set you up, yeah. Bitch set um, me up. (laughs) Bitch set me up. He won (laughs) re-election. So, Billy finally breaks and says that the girls are on the roof. And Charlie, well, no, no, like, you forget the fact tries that, like, to once, strangle him. Yeah, like, no one, like, he pushes the table out of the way. He's surrounded by people that are there to, like, detain him. And everyone just falls asleep at the wheel. Like, because he gets, like, a good 10 to 15 feet to choke his brother, and no one stops him. Yeah. He, they he just really, let it happen. like, a good running start. Um, and so he used to push the table aside. And he doesn't even, like, push the table into someone. He just pushes it out of the way. No one stops him. Again, not not good at not great at their jobs this week. 
I'm just saying. Like, no, yeah. A couple of things they're good at. A couple of things they're not so good at. Like, Dewey Thorne is, is doing the bulk of the work this week. Sunrise, sunset. So he says that they're on the roof of the apartment building in, like, a water tower. And we cut to Dewey Thorne and Finn on the roof of the apartment building pulling these two women out of the water tower. And, like, the beat cop or whatever is like, they wouldn't have lasted one more night. They got frostbite. Um... And I have 100% seen the end of this episode, just this last scene. And so when I got to the roof, I was like, oh, yeah, this episode. But, like, had no context for it. And so, <laughs> well, I, also, I also want to say, like, I mean, again, we're suspension of disbelief. But it's like, if it's supposed to be as cold out there as it yeah, looks, they're dead. The entire, they would have been dead in the first day. Uh, because they're also in like the like the mandated like police blanket, so I'm assuming they're supposed to be naked because they look like they're not wearing anything except yeah, for these they, blankets. they they like wheel them across the the brunette one looks like Hillary Swank. I don't know. This episode's like they'd be weird. Dead. Fucking straight dead. This was a great episode though because like this, it does, this episode's it's, nuts. Other than the fact that I at least I heard them say that there were two killers and then they all forgot. I loved every second of it. Yeah, like there's it's it's nuts. But not in terms of like it's. I do. I. I. Because honestly, the first time I watched this, there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. There is a lot going on. And in terms of the threads, there's so little evidence that they're like following the through line on. So there's not. Yeah, you're right. There's not a lot of red herrings in this week's episode, which is not a bad thing. Yeah, it's good. It's like a. It's like a relatively straight line. I was. I was into it. It has like bananas moments, like the reveal of the fact that like the, the. brother was raping the other fucking brother like that oh, was Marie. that was fucking nuts but it's not like it's not a cat dna episode no it's, not... it's like close to a cat dna episode because of how but it's not absurd it's just it's, it's right. upsetting it's, just like it's unsettling out, super yeah it's up. it's it's unsettling so that is our episode law and order svu season four episode 20 entitled dominance uh if you agree or disagree with us please let us know. We got a Twitter. It's at SVU Podcast. And for longer stuff, you know, uh, keep it to yourself. Go fuck yourself. There's, no, uh, way, you there's can... no way to get in contact with us. <laughs> Zero you ways. S- you could you could send us an email. Uh, no, nope, we don't have an email. At gmail.com. Just a reminder, if you do send us an email or tweet at us or whatever like that, we will go ahead and read your, uh, your questions on the air. We'll respond so that, to it. That means that you don't necessarily need to... Um, It'll be a while. Like if, yeah, you, if you email us, but you you're don't not going to get a response for ta- months. You don't need to be talking to us. You can just have us read stuff for you. Uh, we did have. Yeah, if you I, give us like scripts for a Prairie Home Companion, we'll read that. <laughs> Full scripts. Garrison Keeler. Um, so uh, we did have a little bit of of uh, listener feedback, mailbag from the Twitter uh, listener Fulberto. Uh, mentioned something about the Brett Kavanaugh hearing and um, yeah and and by the time this airs well so the world may have ended learning a term like knowing a term that that Dr. Ford didn't know specifically from SVU and I said cool and he said by this will be super relevant by the time you you get it on the air and I said fuck you (laughs) well there you go I mean, he knows he knows what he's doing with. Also, please, uh, if uh, the same thing applies to if you want to give us a uh, a rate and review on yeah, iTunes, it, it please it let us know what you find think. us. If you like us, help give us a review. It'll help people find us. I hate saying that, but it's true. It it really it really is true. For example, whenever we uh, 
were on the the charts for the TV and film, it did uh, it did actually help people find the show because we were on the charts. So whenever you're scrolling through, so yeah, yeah. As much as we're look, some people plead for money about a Patreon fucking nah, thing. Fuck we're that. not we're we're never gonna do that because we this is not worth you spending money on. It's barely worth the money that we spend to fucking me undies to, to produce the fucking podcast. So certainly, I would not expect anyone to pay for this. But uh, but if you do want to give us a rate review, it is it is helpful. If nothing more, to struck or ego, even if it's a bad review, we will still read it on the air. Yeah. I'll probably have an aneurysm and it's entertaining for those of you that like when I I become like like an unhinged whenever I go full Brett Kavanaugh on uh, on people I like beer I do I would this is the reason I'm not gonna be in the Supreme Court do you drink beer it's like yes (laughs) yes I do do you do you get belligerent and blackout drunk well uh, not anymore I used to um, so I, I forgot to mention I mentioned this last week or last episode um, Jason Ritter goes to my gym so yeah, you was, did mention this. It was weird that like I don't I've never talked to him. He kind of stays to his own side of the gym. I do the boxing side, and he does the like cardio side. But I've seen him on the stairmaster a couple times, and I now I just want to be like, poor Billy, <laughs> poor Billy. Should, that's what you should do. You should go up and be like, hey, remember the time you played the, the oh, retarded Billy. brother who gets it gets raped by the, the other, other brother, like, the other brother that's really intense in that episode of SVU. I'm sure he'd be like, please get away from me. Yeah, please leave. Um, please leave. So tune in in two weeks when we view and review and lovingly mock uh, Law and Order SVU season four episode twenty one entitled Fallacy. At, at a party, a young woman is assaulted in the bathroom and her assailant ends up dead. The girl leaves the ambulance before SVU can talk to her. Is this a case of self-defense or something far more complex? I'm guessing far more complex. Yeah, I think I, I, I feel I like there's like an either or. But next, uh, this episode features the triumphant return of CSU technician Bert Trevor. Bert Trevor. Fan yeah, favorite. Bert Trevor. Meow, meow, meow. Hold, pull the apple on. Oh, he's pulling the app up. Bert, that's the Bert Trevor alarm. The Bert. <laughs> I had to lie, Bert Trevor. Um, so. Until next time, for Law and Order Special Viewing Unit, I'm Aviv Rubenstein. And I'm Matt Reuter. We will see you guys in two weeks. Gung gung. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.